Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Husmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Husmo Black. Good evening. Cyberspace friends, my Facebook friends, how y'all? Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. It's Saturday, November, uh, what is it, 29th? November, November 30th, yeah. November 30th, last day of uh, November. I guess the healthcare uh, website should be working when we uh, arise tomorrow morning. That's what the... I don't know. I think it's working pretty well now. I mean, I, I'd be shocked if it wasn't working for the... But now, like I said, somebody's trying to sabotage that thing. I mean, you've got a million folks might want to just sabotage the thing and try to sign on at the same time, you know. Oh, you got some evil uh, uh, folks out there. Hey, no doubt. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. you got me, uh, the Hushmo, your host uh, this evening. Yeah, we come to you live and in living color every Saturday on Blog Talk. Blog Talk Radio, y'all. Yeah, we got a call in here, one 888 3814 That's our free call-in uh, number. Some of you want to get on and uh, holler at the uh, Hushmo. We don't take many calls out here. We will. I mean, we ain't scared. We ain't scared, as they say. But we don't we don't normally do a lot of back and forth with the folks. What we do we advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of African descent. Yeah. We uh not because we don't love everybody, we love everybody, I won't let you know that right now. We we just happen to be a part of that community, and by extension, find ourselves uh, advocating on uh, their behalf. Yeah, want to say hello to my friends over at Sands, the Jans uh, Sports Bar and Grill. We just got through uh, hanging out there for a minute, trying to get trying to get a feel of what's going on in the street. <laughs> hey, these were trying times, y'all. Oh yeah, I'm trying to get a feel of what's going on with the uh, natives out there, so we could uh, better uh, better represent. We uh, got a great show for you this evening. We're still talking about uh, my new book, which is uh, should be out here pretty soon, yeah. Racism and Hate and American Reality is the title of it. We are just so looking forward to uh, uh, promoting it and uh, getting out there with the people to uh, talk about it, joining in on the conversation of the day, uh, which has to do... uh, 
a lot with race and racism. Uh, yeah, in the country today, it's uh, no doubt. Uh, no doubt, it has something to do with uh, the black president. Hey, no doubt. It has something to do with this black president, y'all. Hey, we we understand. (laughs) You know. So, yeah, we, uh, we're looking forward to uh, the next few months, next year or so, getting out and about to uh, join in on the, the conversation because we need we need all the advocacy we can get in our uh, community. Uh, hey, I, we we can't have enough. <laughs> we believe me, we can't have enough uh, advocacy on our behalf. Uh-uh. Not our community. We, uh, we might uh, have discovered uh, our greatest ally here uh, today. Maybe found in uh, one Pope Francis. <laughs> hey, it's just so ironic. My book started out uh, with uh, dealing with uh, uh, with my book, Tracing uh, uh, Racism. Back, we start out uh, with a. Uh, the Pope of the Catholic Church, Pope Nicholas V, y'all, back in 1452, who issued this uh, decree. Much like this Pope here, he just issued this new decree here, y'all. Y'all check it out, too. It's heavy. Uh, <laughs> Joy of the Gospel is the uh, uh, English translation to this uh, new uh, to this new uh, document that the Pope just issued, decree, I, I should say, that the uh, Pope Francis just issued. Y'all check that out. Uh, check out Pope, Google Pope Francis, and they'll throw, they'll throw, throw it up to you. Uh, Joy of the Gospel is this new uh, edict that he just issued. This is a 84-page, some uh, <laughs> it's 84-page document, yeah? Yeah. Uh, giving uh, giving guidance to the bishops of the uh, of that church worldwide on the new direction that uh, this pope hopes to uh, take the church came down heavy on capitalism, y'all. This pope came down heavy, heavy, heavy on capitalism. Yeah, he, he the Pope said that uh, it was nothing short of idolatry of uh, the Almighty Dollar, yeah. Worship of that Almighty Dollar as some kind of idol. <laughs> hey, some kind of man-made uh, idol. That's a no-no uh, if you... Uh, if you're uh, a Christian, leave the dogma of the, uh, 
Christmas religion. You, 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 y'all don't know. You, you can't be worshiping that uh, that Almighty Dollar like it's a god, and that's uh, essentially is what the Pope is saying here. He said the trickle down economics that's being practiced in uh, some of the richer countries of uh, the world uh, is a sham. That trickle down economics don't work mainly because you can't uh, <laughs> the money uh, 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 gravitates to uh, <laughs> the mighty few. <laughs> Uh, in the uh, the society, less than one percent, less than one tenth of one percent can uh, get all the wealth. The rest of the people <laughs> is swimming uphill, y'all. So that's in the capitalist system. There, it's, uh, it's imploding. Is what he's talking about. So, but the rich, the rich was all saints. We would have no problem because they do the right thing and spread that wealth evenly or equally. Among uh, the citizens of the people, that uh, that hasn't happened. It's not likely to happen. Not in today's environment. Not in today's uh, world. So he he's he's, uh, he's out on a bench here trying to uh, instill this moral uh, concept of uh, uh, this moral Christian concept of uh, uh, helping the poor. <laughs> yeah, the Pope, Pope Francis, may be our greatest uh, ally. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love uh, his uh, attitude toward uh, uh, toward uh, uh, the obsession that. Uh, too many in uh, our society has with uh, that uh, almighty dollar. Yeah. yeah. He calls it the idolatry of money. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, there's a story about it in the Bible, you know. The story about that golden calf uh, that uh, people had uh, started to worship. <sighs> I think I'm going to like this quote, yo. I'm a little worried about it, though. Already you got some folks out there on the right. Uh, one Miss... Uh, Michelle Bachman, who we're talking about, oh, she thinks the Pope's uh, <laughs> ideas are too liberal. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is she, is she a preacher? <laughs> I don't know what she is. I think her, her husband's something. <laughs> uh, but she is worried about the Pope uh, talking about even giving back or looking out for or uplifting uh, the poor. Something's wrong. That's it. Something's wrong here with the uh, the moral uh, uh, compass here in this country, uh, or a certain uh, segment of it. <laughs> Something's wrong with it. Uh, here, this so-called Christian 
is is worried about uh, uh, the Pope. Uh, this Pope had this man that's head of one billion Catholics. She's worried about him being too liberal. <laughs> worried about him <laughs> giving something <laughs> to some uh, poor folks. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's going to be interesting next uh, three years. Uh, the rest of the, the president's uh, term is going to be fascinating with uh, with the uh, with the uh, uh, things that's coming to uh, to the forefront here. Uh, my racism and hate uh, book. This American reality that uh, I write about is, uh, I think, pretty timely. And we just need so much more. <laughs> we need more of it. <laughs> we need more of uh, our community to get out there and uh, tell their story. Uh, about uh, their journey here in uh, this country, here on this planet, you know that we we got a fascinating story to tell. Got a fascinating story to tell, yeah. Hey, how was Turkey Day, y'all? Well, I, I, oh yeah, it, man, it was real great. My daughter, I want to thank them for preparing the food for us. Me and the wife, we uh, <laughs> didn't have to do any cooking. Well, I, somebody said I was supposed to cook some cornbread or something. I don't, I don't know what happened on that, but I, the cornbread didn't get cooked. So about the only thing we didn't have this year was cornbread. We had everything else, just a beautiful... Uh, a beautiful uh, spray uh, uh, that uh, my daughter's prepared. I'm thankful for that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like the president's got a, uh, a monumental breakthrough and. uh Relations uh, with uh, Iran looks like that's going to be a major, major accomplishment for uh, this president, among many other things that he's done: healthcare, uh, and then the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, signing a peace treaty with Iran. The guy's done done a, a, a heck of a lot in uh, his five years. Uh, in office, and once again, I want to want to show my gratitude to thank him for all the hard work on behalf of uh, the American people. That's a tough job, yeah. Oh, that's that's the toughest job in the world. Oh no doubt, man's gonna turn great. <laughs> you can't you can't hold that office without uh, agreeing. Uh, uh, faster than normal. Just a great amount of uh, a weight on your shoulder uh, being in that position. And uh, we appreciate it. 
uh, the job that he's done under some trying circumstances. Mama suggested there's uh, 20% of Americans, uh, European descent, by the way, who are racist, uh, who uh, feel as though this guy's uh, inferior to them, and they are not going to, uh, they are not going to recognize him as, uh, as any kind of authority figure. Period. This twenty percent of uh, you're talking about forty, fifty, sixty million people in the country with that attitude. So everything, all the polling, any kind of uh, any kind of uh, poll you would take is skewed because of that fact. Because of that fact. It doesn't matter. If there's 60 million races in the country, and I, my research and his, everybody else has suggested that there are, some say more. But if it's 20%, imagine every poll you take on his job approval or whatever, a rating or anything, it's going to be skewed by that amount of people who is not going to recognize his authority, his being there, is going to vote no or in a negative way on anything that comes up, period, across the board. So not not only, <laughs> so you see the task that the brother had of <laughs> being president trying to uh, uh, <laughs> deal with uh, uh, polling, he can work his ass off, y'all, excuse him. Hey, somebody, <laughs> somebody get that. Uh, he can work his butt off, and uh, the ratings are going to be off by twenty percent. Period. Don't care how good the job. Don't care what kind of job he do, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, or whatever. Uh, it's twenty percent of people who's going to say he he's doing a lousy job without looking at. Uh, any kind of uh, empirical uh, evidence. That's just a fact. That's just a fact, yeah. That is just a fact. A horrible fact, but a fact. So we we talk about that in my book and, uh, you know, try to impress on people that... uh, uh, the damage that has been done on American Iraqis is tantamount to uh, uh, wow! Uh, well, uh, surely uh, the uh, uh, Israelites being sold into slavery in uh, in Babylon certainly parallels that story. Yeah, King Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> came up there and uh, enslaved all those folks. <clears throat> hey, he uh, they paid a price for that, the enslavement of those folks. They paid a price. Much like this country paid a price 
for the enslavement of uh, the African, my ancestors. Oh, the country paid a price for it, no doubt. 600,000 uh, 600, people uh, lost their lives in that struggle. I don't know how many more maimed and wounded uh, as a result of that uh, conflict uh, of uh, good and evil. <coughs> that conflict of <coughs> good and evil. Oh, yeah, that civil war was a conflict of good and evil, you know. Hey, huh? <laughs> no doubt. Uh, out of tremendous cost. I, I really, I don't know. I, I look again at the link in the movie, Steven Spielberg's movie, uh, Lincoln. And I still can't figure out why they left out uh, March the 4th uh, when he gave March March the 4th of uh, 1865 when he gave his second inaugural address. It takes out, his second inaugural address takes out all of uh, the mystery of uh, the forces that was at work uh, during that time, if he'd only put that in, and I don't know why, for the life of me, that uh, <laughs> the March the 4th of 1865, the, uh, his second inaugural address to the country, to the world, <laughs> how I, don't, I, don't, I still can't fandom uh, uh, any kind of even movie about Lincoln, period, without uh, including that. Let alone one dedicated just to the last three months uh, of his uh, presidency dealing with uh, the uh, hellacious, nightmarish uh, uh, times that he was experiencing uh, dealing with that 13th Amendment. And what was going on there? He talk, he tell you what was going on in the second novel address. He tell you exactly what was going on in that second novel address. The man upstairs had his foot on his throat. <clears throat> it was trying to get him to realize that uh, there was no choice. There was no bringing no war to an end. <laughs> there was no uh, 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 surrender, uh, keeping slavery in place like they was on the verge of doing, by the way. The South was on the verge of surrendering uh, and keeping the slavery in place but uh, uh, not uh, trying to expand it beyond the borders. They were on, they were on their way to Washington to uh, uh, surrender. Uh, but uh, Lincoln, <laughs> something kept uh, hitting him in the head. said, hold up, we can't do that yet. And the war kept going on, on and on and on. <laughs> you got to get that 13th Amendment in there, period. You got to do away with this slavery thing, and that boy ain't gonna stop. Lincoln had to stop. He used to send the telegraph, telling the folks to come on in. 
they were getting ready to surrender under some terms that would allow them to keep them slaves, I believe. <laughs> they were getting ready to surrender without that 13th Amendment being in place in that Constitution, uh, y'all. Because everybody was tired of that war. Lincoln was having this nightmare <laughs> about uh, uh, why, <laughs> the reason why it was going on. He didn't know. He finally came to, he went to his butler. He went to, he went to the butler there. <laughs> he went to Daniel. He went to Daniel <laughs> and uh, asked Daniel to uh, decipher that dream. <laughs> hey, Daniel told him, so oh, you can't just bring that war to an end. You gotta have something. you gotta do something with that document, that constitution you got. You gotta clean that thing up. You gotta I I know you ain't got the word slavery in there, but we you gonna put it in there. <laughs> hey. Uh you, I know you ain't got the word slavery in there, yet you got five million people in slavery. Hey, you gonna put the word slavery in that document in the thirteenth amendment. You gonna put it in there outlawing it. <laughs> you gonna put it in there uh, you go put in there, slavery is outlawed in these United States of America. Which, <laughs> you go, that, that might be the first time that word get used in that uh, Constitution, but it's going to be in there, and it's going to be in there permanently uh, before this war comes to an end, too. Or uh, uh, people are going to keep dying. Oh, this is the man upstairs talking uh, to Lincoln. This is the conversation he had with uh, the man upstairs through this uh, dream. Oh, the man sent it to him <laughs> in a dream. How the man did with uh, stuff like this. <laughs> when, he want, when he don't want to uh, look you in the face for uh, fear of uh, destroying you, uh, <laughs> he uh, sent stuff to you in uh, dreams. So, yeah, Lincoln was having this. Uh, this nightmare of a dream every night in January of uh, 1865, yeah. Some 600,000 people was dead, and all this was on this stuff was weighing in on them. Uh, why this war, why all these people done died, and for what? <laughs> why all these people done died, and for what? Steven Spielberg did a three-hour movie on that subject matter the last three months of Abraham Lincoln's life, dealing with uh, pretty much the 13th Amendment being uh, adapted into law and placed in that Constitution. Passed first by Congress, uh, then uh, put in the Constitution. Passed by the states, ratified by the states. That thing had to be done before that war would come to an end. And uh, uh, Lincoln talked about uh, what was going on in that second Nautilus address. When you tie all the pieces to the, <laughs> when you put all the pieces to the puzzle, it becomes uh, a pretty clear. But somehow, but then they say uh, Spielberg did the movie read out of the book. I guess I'll have to buy the book and read the book and see, in fact, if the author did leave out March the 4th 
the night that he uh, gave his uh, second inaugural address in one of the greatest uh, one of the greatest uh, uh, accounts of uh, what was going on at that time in that civil war <laughs> what was driving it uh, yeah it just a so I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and buy the book I guess to uh, see and just read the book and see if she left it out. Some lady wrote the book, Lincoln. I'll check it out because I I'm, I've been impressed with uh, none of the junk that uh, uh, Newt Gingrich or uh, what's this other boy uh, Bill O'Reilly wrote about Lincoln. He tried to make General Leader. <laughs> some kind of hero, Bill O'Reilly. He, he, he was writing about Lincoln and wound up talking about Robert E. Lee, <laughs> a traitor who should have been hung. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I, but uh, I, I'll read this uh, book by this lady, Lincoln. See, uh, see. Surely she must have uh, his second inaugural address right in, uh, in there somehow. And she's covered the last two months uh, of his life. And it's so important. <laughs> it's so important to uh, the story. It's, it's almost, uh, it's so important to uh, to getting an understanding of uh what was uh, moving uh, the country at that time. And, uh, uh, when you dig uh, even further into it, I cover this in my book, y'all, Racism and Hate. When you dig further into uh, his second novel address, you can see, uh, you go back, if you go back a ways to uh, 1852, to a speech that uh, Frederick Douglass gave on the 4th of July, talking about uh, the meaning of the 4th of July to the Negro at that time. Uh, it's heavy. It's, it, it's even more heavy because at that time he was prophesizing about the doom of a slavery here in this country. He was prophesizing about the doom of slavery here in this country and that uh, uh, compared it to the downfall of Babylon in the Bible. Yeah. Frederick Douglass, he had told him this some five million people were praying. <laughs> Black folks praying for their salvation. Yeah, they praying to God Almighty for their salvation here during that time. And sure enough, uh, God was going to hear it and did hear uh, their cries. And, and <laughs> please. So, yeah, this is <laughs> eight years before the Civil War, eight years before Lincoln. Lincoln came along, y'all. That thing, that prophecy came to be. That prophecy came to be, uh, those prayers were answered. The man upstairs got involved in that thing and uh, brought slavery to an end, you uh, And Lincoln talked about it in the second address. There you go. See, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, woe to the world if offenses must come. And uh, he got to talking about the Bible, y'all, uh, talking about it. Slavery uh, must have been one of these offenses that uh, has ran its course. <laughs> and God put it and gave us uh, this uh, awful war as the woe for uh, 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 instituting it. 
Oh yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln uh, broke, uh, broke it down for you, y'all. So yeah, uh, uh, God. <laughs> uh, uh, if this is what He uh, uh, destined us to do, so be it. And uh, uh, Lincoln acknowledged the fact that God Almighty had took control of that war and ended slavery. He uh, 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 as a reason why. Uh, the war that did until that Thirteenth Amendment was passed and uh, uh, by Congress, they uh, get rid of uh, slavery in that Constitution. In the Constitution, by law, it got rid of it in the Constitution. That's what God's aim was to get rid of it in that Constitution. Didn't get rid of all racism in the country. Racism uh, hung on. Slavery itself ended uh, 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 by the enactment of that 13th Amendment. Yeah. That was at the uh, hands of Almighty God. <clears throat> uh, no doubt. <laughs> hey, Lincoln. Uh, see, and uh, hey, y'all. Uh, Wow, how time flies when you're having fun, y'all. It's about 25 minutes to 8 in the ATL. Welcome once again to the High School Black Forum. Man, we we on a tangent, y'all. We, <laughs> we've been rambling on. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls. So, uh, see if we can uh, get into this thing a little more when we come back. We'll be right back. Advocating on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to the Hustle Black Forum. We are uh, trying to peep at uh, some of the craziness going on in the world here. We've got two or three monitors going, y'all. Peep at something coming from the White House there. Uh, Christian Edelman Poor is uh, interviewing somebody talking about, no doubt, this is about the Iran uh, uh, treaty there. Uh, and Abby Phillips talking about uh, the Pope surprised the world with his comments on homosexuality, abortion, and birth control. And now Pope Francis has taken on another hot button political issue trickle down economics. <laughs> In his first apostolic exhortation, the Pope issued. Uh, with uh, issued with so-called trickle-down economic theories, which in the U.S. is closely associated with President Ronald Reagan's economic policies. Francis said trickle-down policies have not been proven to work, and they reflect a naive trust in the goodness of those wielding economic powers. <laughs> Whoa, that's heavy. <laughs> he said first... <laughs> Uh, yeah, he said, uh, yeah, trickle-down policies have not been proven to work and they reflect a naive trust in the goodness of those wielding economic power, like the Koch brothers, y'all. Uh, you trust the Koch brothers <laughs> with billions of dollars? Uh uh, but as far as I can spit, yeah, and that's the problem. The Pope got it. Hey, I told you the Pope may be our biggest ally, yeah. Yeah, he said it's taking down economics ain't nothing but junk. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> this opinion, which has never been confirmed by the facts, expresses a crude and naive trust in the goodness of those willing economic power, and in the sacralized workings of the prevailing economic system. The seventy-six-year-old punter added, "I like this guy, uh, Pope Francis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is this." Uh, 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 this first uh, apostolic uh, exhortation, uh, kind of it's like a little guiding brief to uh, the rest of his underlings, the bishops of the world. Uh, what do you expect out of uh, their uh, parishes in <laughs> that church uh, that they? Uh, is head of uh, he's given uh, some marching orders here. This trickle down economics and greed at the top is uh, something wrong here, y'all. Hey, uh, oh yeah, this thing is heavy. I I I pull down. Y'all y'all need to go go Google. Go Google, go Google uh, Pope Francis. 
so grieving him, and you'll get, uh, you'll be able to pull down that uh, whole, uh, that whole, that whole piece there. Yes, yeah, out there on the internet. I pulled it down. I got about halfway through it. That thing is, it's a long document. You know, it's about uh, 84 pages, I believe. Yeah, it's called M- Invegili, 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 Gudium. Yeah, Evangeli Gudium, Joy of the Gospel. This is the English translation of that. Uh, of the Holy Father Francis to the bishops, clergy, <laughs> concentrated persons, and the lay faithful. From the proclamation of the gospel in today's world. <laughs> yeah, so you know, this thing is heavy, yeah. This ain't no joke. This is a pope here. That's uh, just a... Mm-hmm. This is the Pope talking now. This ain't no joke. Yeah. Yeah, that's copyrighted by the Vatican, too. This is straight stuff. Download PDF. Yeah, this ain't no joke, guys. Mm-mm. I'm just worried about him. Uh, he's gonna. He's, uh, now you know that this thing flies right in uh, the face of uh, capitalism. <laughs> that uh, the capitalism that we practice here in this country. Yeah? This thing flies right in the face of the capitalism that is practiced here in this country. Uh, That's going to turn a lot of folks off, yeah. Already, I told you, Cheryl Bachman talking about, she uh, worried about uh, the liberalism of this folks. If you can imagine that, that's... Cheryl <laughs> Bachman. Uh, she is worried about the liberalism of this folks. I wonder what she's gonna say when she read this when she read this uh document here. <laughs> this document here is uh, nothing short of uh yeah, this document here is heavy, huh? I wonder what she's gonna say. What she <laughs> yeah. This document here is heavy. Yeah. So I, wow. To the bishops, clerks, consecrated persons, and the lay faithful. That's the rest of y'all. <laughs> that lay faithful. Hey, that's the rest of y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's about, this thing here must be, out. let's see, how many pages is it? I don't know. I, I think it's about, uh, shoot, it must be 
Wow, you get down to it. Go ahead. Now, I thought it was, this thing is 200 pages, y'all, on that thing. <laughs> this thing is 200 pages long. <laughs> Looks like. Uh, but, yeah, I got to get into it. Read it yourself. I mean, they said that he come down hard on, uh, on, uh, hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he kind of give a new, uh, new uh, uh, outlook on uh, what the church should be doing in this 20th century. Uh, he said that uh, he'd rather have a church uh, who's who is uh, uh, put as dirty <coughs> from being out amongst the people uh, than uh, one that's uh, tied up in their own sanctity, shielded from. Uh, the masses, and uh, he urged all the bishops to get out there amongst the people, the poor, and uh, do good for them. Uh, uh, oh, it's heavy. Yeah, this whole this whole thing is heavy. Uh, I, I, I'm still getting into it, but uh, yeah, he got it. <laughs> uh, talking about the man upstairs, he goes on to say, "The thicket of God's wisdom and knowledge." It's so deep and so broad that the soul, however much it has uh, come to know of it, can always penetrate deeper within it. Uh, talk about the vastness of uh, God's wisdom and knowledge. Uh, this guy's heavy. <laughs> Pope Francis is heavy. He ain't no joke, He's going to make some enemies here. He's going to make some enemies right here in this country, you yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, the president uh, having an audience with this man. This may be uh, one of his biggest allies right here. <laughs> this might be one of the president's biggest allies, uh, Pope Francis. A man who sits top of a church that uh, has got some billion, uh, one, uh, two uh, 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 members. Yeah. So that's uh, gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how this next three years play out with this guy in charge of the Catholic Church and this president uh, uh, when they first get together. <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to make some people mad here, yeah. It's got the makings of a uh, some serious, uh, some serious change uh, coming about here, yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, look at it. This guy's uh, running, uh, he says the trickle-down economics of capitalism just don't work. You can't trust the people with the money. If they was all saints, it'd be different, but they're not. You got some folks like the Koch brothers, the Koch, Koch brothers, or whatever. You got people like that with money. <laughs> so, huh? Mm-hmm. That's the problem with capitalism. And one of the problems is more. I, I, there's more. Yeah. But uh, this is interesting, yeah. I, I, 
still trying to come to grips with it. Because in my book, I started out talking about the Catholic Church, how they uh, were, uh, <clears throat> they played such an instrumental part in uh, the enslavement, the enslaving of uh, the West Africans. And uh, here today, 2013, some 400 years later, they may uh, play a key part in uh, 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 leveling the uh, other playing field on uh, behalf of America. How can you see And my man, I can see it, a possibility here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to grasp on every <laughs> every little uh, struggle you can get. Yeah, I see some benefit in uh, uh, the things that this Pope is uh, uh, advocating and saying. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, looks like the Catholic Church has uh, came all the way around full circle here on this thing. I'm going to be sure uh, uh, to uh, uh, watch it uh, <laughs> as this thing develops over the next couple of years uh, uh, closer and closer here because we've got, we got the work possibility of some real change here, I believe. Oh, yeah. we got the possibility of some real serious change here, yeah. Uh, so I'm... I'm uh, cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I, I'll say that. I, I'm cautiously optimistic with uh, with uh, what has transpired here the last couple of days with the Pope uh, coming out in such a forceful way. Uh, uh, that he did on the dancing uh uh, the trickle-down uh, trickle economics of uh, capitalism. Hey, uh, it's about... Uh, <clears throat> wow, it's about eight minutes still. Ooh, wow. What time is it? <clears throat> about six minutes still, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls here. We'll be right back. Y'all hang in there. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
advocating on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Yeah, oh yeah, they had an African emperor of Rome, served long in the Julius Caesar himself <laughs> as emperor of Rome. The New Jerusalem, the holy city, is the goal toward which all of humanity is moving. It's curious that God's revelation tells us that the fullness of humanity and of history is realized in a city. We need to look at our cities with a contemplated gaze, a gaze of faith to see God dwelling in their homes, in their streets, in squares. God's presence accompanies the sincere efforts of individuals and groups to find encouragement and meaning in their lives. He dwells among them, fostering solidarity, fraternity, and the desire for goodness, truth, and justice. This is the Pope, y'all. This is his uh, apostolic exhortation, his first apostolic exhortation that he issued uh, dealing with the uh, direction uh, that he he uh, hopes to take this back. Uh, Church, this humongous uh, uh, body of uh, uh, God that He's uh, in charge of—some one million, some one billion plus strong. Some at Catholic Church uh, is some one billion strong, yeah. So biggest China. That Catholic Church is as big as China, yeah. So we we just uh, when he says something, you people uh, take notice. Everybody take notice when he says something. Now everybody ain't gonna agree with what he says when it comes to capitalism and trickle down economics. Everybody ain't going to be on board with what he said now. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Everybody within that Catholic Church ain't going to be on board with what he said. I'm going to tell you that right now, right here in this country. Right here in this country. Because you got some folks out there like uh, uh, Rick Santorum <laughs> and uh, Paul Ryan, so-called devout Catholics. He's uh, gonna have a problem with uh, what this pope is talking about. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how many <laughs> how many. Uh, yeah, this is really gonna be interesting, y'all. Uh, see how these devout Catholics uh, uh, square their uh, uh, hostility toward the poor. <laughs> Uh, with what the Pope has uh, just said, their hostility toward the poor is how I, I characterize it. Yeah, the uh, selling the poor out for fair uh, shoes. That's what it is, hostility. Hostility toward the poor. 
you know, like I said, I do, yeah. It's what we do. I'm the husband of black folk, we tell it like a T.I.E., if they say. Yeah. So we, uh, <sighs> Racism and Hate, uh, An American Reality. It's the title of my new book. You, uh, It'll be uh, on bookshelves uh, soon. Look out for it. <clears throat> Go to my website, hushmoblack.com. <clears throat> hushmoblack.com. You can go there, and uh, uh, you'll uh, be able to uh, to follow the release of it. It should be out uh, in a week or two. Three ninety nine for the electronic version. Y'all go to Amazon.com. You can pick it up there. Go to my website, Dave Most. I want you to go there and buy the electronic version. <coughs> we have it posted there. <coughs> we have it posted there for you. And uh, you'll be able to click on it and uh, buy it right from that website, HushmoBlack.com. Go there. Uh from there, you can listen to all the Hushbow Black forums. We got a mer- archive uh, there. Uh, also, you can listen to uh, to us there. Uh, from there, or, uh, or go follow us there back to Blog Talk, uh, our homepage on Blog Talk Radio. Um, uh, also, you can uh, pick us up on our Facebook page. Oh yeah, we all over the place, huh? We <laughs> we we all over. Hey, you gotta be all over here. We, yeah, high school black forum. Tell your friends about us. We we really want to uh, uh, get engaged when our book get out there. When our new book uh, hit the street, we're gonna be engaged. We're gonna be all over the place uh, uh, defending uh, defending it. Uh, oh yeah, it's gonna be a fun fun uh, time. I'm looking so forward to it. Uh, oh, yeah, everybody's going to disagree with what the Ashbow say. <laughs> we got to get out there and defend uh, <laughs> our, uh, our point of view. Absolutely. We're prepared to do it. Yeah. Wow. Let's see. What else is going on in the world, y'all? Trying to, uh, Dallas made a big comeback on somebody, Oakland. It's a pretty good game, I guess. I, I didn't really see it. Uh, yeah, Detroit jumped on Green Bay like they stole something. Green Bay is operating at a handicap without, uh, uh, Rogers. I don't care what nobody says. That boy, if he's out, she's missing something. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. If he ain't back, if he ain't back there throwing the ball, you missing something. So we uh, we get Green Bay a pass because uh, they ain't got uh, the man back there. But be that as it may, be that as it may, Detroit got an offense, yo. Oh, Detroit got a heck of an offense. Yeah, they got a heck of an offense, yo. 
when they get to going down. They uh, they can do some damage here. Oh, yeah, when they get to throwing that ball around, they can do plenty of damage, y'all. Mm-hmm. We, uh... Happy, who, who, the second game Sunday, uh, trying to think, was that Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh and the Ravens, maybe? I think the Ravens lost that game. Well, no, Pittsburgh uh, lost that game because I remember uh, the coach coming out talking about they didn't make It's a good game. That was a good game, too. It's a pretty good uh, game, Thanksgiving, except for the Detroit uh, Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay completely got uh, blown out there. Uh, we... we just about done turned off from uh, football, yeah. We just about has turned off from football. We <laughs> hey, we we into uh, basketball. We into basketball here now, yeah. Cause uh, what's going on in the football world? Don't. Uh, don't make no sense. I mean, we uh, we uh, been uh, I see the Falcons is at what two and uh, <laughs> we two and uh, eight, I believe. Wow, we can't. Uh, we might as well lose the rest of the games. Huh? We don't have no business winning another game. Right now, we need to be playing for. Uh, we need to be playing for the number one pick, y'all. I hate it. <laughs> I hate this. Hey, wait a minute, wait. We gotta be. We gotta be real, real about this thing, y'all. We can't do nothing at eight and eight. What are we gonna do at eight and eight? Nothing. Let's see what we got. We got two more home games. One, two. Amen. We got two more home games. December 15th and December 29th. We can't do anything that make any sense. Who's our next home game? We got... uh, the Redskins coming up. That game don't make no sense. We we need to. We ain't gonna beat the. Well, we can beat the Redskins, but we don't need to. Hey, we don't need to. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm calling. I'm. <laughs> hey, I'm telling. I'm calling like I see it, y'all. I ain't holding nothing back. How many more games we got? What are we two and well, we got two more home games here? Something seems wrong here, y'all. What is it? We we gotta check the schedule out here or something. The schedule don't look just right. I say we got two more home games. The first is tomorrow. And we play on the night. 
I think we got six more games, huh? We should have six more games. And we need to lose every one of them. We need to go two and fourteen, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> we we need to go two and fourteen. That's what we need to do. I don't know what the coaches still think about that. But that you know, that's my that's my suggestion. That's my suggestion. We need to go. Yeah, because, uh, uh, I mean, at 8 and 8, if we win the rest of them, if we win the rest of them, we still can't uh, get to the playoffs at 8 and 8. No, we we, can't. we will not get in that playoff at no 8 and 8, y'all. So it don't make sense to win. That just don't make sense. Now, I know it's a hard thing to say when you're in that uh, – we got there in the in, in, uh, as an athlete, you you trying to win every game. But uh, from a business standpoint, you got to <laughs> you got to. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I am sorry. We got to lose every game to get that number one pick, and we got and what, what I do with it. What I do with that, what I do with that thing is uh, trade it off. Trade it off to get about three. See if I can get another. See if I can get at least two first round picks <laughs> in two seconds. See what I can get for it. Another first and two seconds or something like that. High seconds. And uh, yeah, I move down. So let's see. Do I want Cloney? If I want him bad enough, I take Cloney. Let's see, win. We got two wins, and we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine. We're two and nine. Wow. Okay, we're two and nine. Okay, we ain't got the five more games. He sent him first to hit the bill. We got one, two, three, four. We got five more games. Wow, this don't look good. Yeah. This don't look good. Wow. We wait a minute. We at the bills and then we at uh, Packers. Our wow, next two games we ain't at home. Okay, we at home the next two weeks. Mm, okay. One, two, we at home. Okay, our next home game is risky. Wow, this is crazy. This is plum crazy, I tell you. Mm-mm. I don't see us winning another game. Let's see. Can we beat the, Can we beat those folks up there? I don't think we're going to beat them at home, and I don't think we're going to beat them at home. I don't think we're going to beat the Redskins. And I know we ain't going to beat the 49ers at home. And we ain't going to beat the Panthers. <sighs> we got every chance in the world to go 2 and uh, 14. Uh, the Fal- hey, y'all, we just, uh, <laughs> we we depressed. <laughs> we depressed looking at the Falcons schedule, y'all. <laughs> hey, you got me the hush boy out here. We rambling on here. We done got uh, completely taken aback. 
<laughs> by looking at the Falcon schedule, y'all. I'm a season ticket only, y'all. You know, I got I got a vested interest here. Mm-hmm. I got a, ve- a vested interest in this thing, yeah. where the U.S. offered to destroy Syrian chemical weapons. We, oh, no, we ain't going to destroy ours. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we ain't going to destroy ours. We destroy everybody else's. <laughs> you crazy? <laughs> hey, don't start no stuff out here. You talking about destroying ours? You must be crazy. Mm. I hope they do, though. They hope they get in the hands of uh, some folks who showing up don't like us, don't like this country. And uh, would easily uh, <laughs> take up a mission to uh, do something bad. Yeah. Hey, it's just the way it is, though. That's just the way it is in this uh, day and age. The Pope's talking about it, though. The Pope said something went astray here. Yeah. Something has went astray with man's morality. It's off kilter. It's off kilter if you're going to sell out the poor for a pair of shoes. It's trickle-down economics. Just as not trickling down like it should. Like the pundits uh, told us that it would. It's trickle-down economics with the lift everybody up. It didn't do that, yeah. It's never done that. It's never done that. The trickle don't that. Uh, don't uh, get down far enough. That stuff that's trickling down is uh, yeah, that stuff that's trickling down is watered down to the point where uh, by the time you get to me, uh, I'm damn near still dying the thirst. But, but, hey, by the time it took it down to me, I'm still damn near dying of thirst. The poor folks. So that thing, it hasn't worked. I'm just so grateful that a man in the position of the Pope has the uh, courage to uh, start the. Shedding a light on it from a uh, perch that uh, uh, is going to be hard to ignore. It's going to be hard to ignore uh, the Pope and his uh, diagnosis of uh, what's going on in the world. It's going to be hard to ignore it. And this, and. <laughs> It's going to be hard to ignore. 
what the Pope is talking about, you know. I can't wait till the president invite him to Washington. <laughs> the president need to have the Pope over here. He need to be over there in Rome sitting down with him as soon as Putin leaves. I see why Putin is running to the Vatican. <laughs> what this Pope is talking about is dangerous <laughs> to authority. <laughs> hey, I, I can't wait until the president go meet with the Pope. Oh, it's going to be a meeting, y'all. It's just a matter of time that the president and the pope going to get down for a powwow. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know what's going on here, y'all. Y'all don't know. This pope has just about uh, condemned uh, capitalism. He just about to condemn capitalism as, as we should, as we knew it. He said that thing has failed the, the poor. He said that thing has failed the poor, yeah. Yeah. He said it's a new form of uh, tyranny. The Pope, Pope Francis, said that capitalism is a new form of tyranny. Now, I might I might slightly disagree and say that uh, no, <laughs> it's been a form of tyranny. All the time. (laughs) But uh, Pope Francis, you're right on. But uh, uh, capitalism has been a form of tyranny uh, uh, from way back. It's not a new phenomenon. Oh, no. Perhaps I had a better perspective than he. I know. That thing has been subverting labor in the poor for uh, for a long, long time, yeah. Yeah. So we so appreciative to this uh, new voice, this new ally. Of ours, and he is an ally. Uh, he is an ally. No doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. We, uh, it's about 8.30, uh, in the ATL. We're going to take another quick pause for the calls here and come back and close this thing out for November 30th. Close this month out. Close the show out in the month at the same time here. Y'all. Well, I don't know where this year is going, but uh, we we staring Christmas. Just got over Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a happy turkey day. Y'all had enough turkey? Okay, yeah, we, like I said, we uh, went over to the daughter's house and uh, they prepared the food. We, me and the wife, just sat back and uh, partaked <laughs> in the festivities. Uh, yeah, I won't miss the cornbread. We didn't have cornbread. I, somebody was supposed to cook the cornbread and they pointed the finger at me. That last word I heard, but uh, 
the cornbread was going to get cooked somewhere else, but I, I, I should have known better. Should have known. That's, I, I was planning on cooking the cornbread. That's my specialty, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what makes some, some of the best cornbread going. Oh, yeah. I'm slightly prejudiced. <laughs> don't, don't take me at face value. Yeah, we. But, yeah, that's that's. We cook the cornbread every year, and I still, still, we still might put some cornbread on. We still might throw some cornbread in the stove here, you know, before it's over. Hey, no doubt. We're gonna take a quick pause here, y'all. Come back, close this thing out, y'all. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Advocated on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
still 22 minutes till 9, y'all. We just about got this thing licked here tonight. Uh, how y'all doing out in cyberspace? We uh, kind of just dragging along here. Been, uh, Kate, uh, Kate get off of uh, the Pope, so fascinated with his... Uh, with his boldness, his courage, and uh, his boldness here, and uh, just uh, in this day and age when uh, it's so sorely uh, needed, uh, uh, just a refreshing uh, breath of air is what the Pope is. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It uh, it's just amazing that uh, he come along at this time. Well, no, it's not. Nothing is uh, nothing is by accident here. Nothing is nothing is. Uh, Nothing is uh, by accident. This thing is uh, somebody pre uh, somebody's got this thing all predetermined. <laughs> oh yeah, don't nothing just happen by chance. Nothing's uh, in my mind. I, I, nothing just happened by chance. Yeah. Hey. So this pope. Is uh, here at this moment in time, as uh, as destiny would uh, have him be, <clears throat> and we still digesting uh, uh, just how much of an impact that uh, he's going to have here on the world. This guy. Got to get to he gonna have a heck of an impact on on the world, on the certainly the morality of the world. I believe. Oh yeah, this guy is that uh, powerful. Yeah, of course. A person really that kind of power can draw a lot of uh, can draw a lot of negative. Uh, Attention is well. So I'm going to pray for his well-being. That's for sure. Because uh, someone really of that much uh, authority Can uh, bring a lot of forces, uh, uh, evil forces, uh, into play. Oh no doubt. We uh, we hope. We hope that. Uh, That uh, 
It's about 14 minutes till 9 in the ATL. Hey, it's getting cold here. I, I know. I was talking to uh, some of my relatives up in the OHT, and they're talking about it's 
They complained about a little snow. Yes. <laughs> hey, I know y'all. I feel you. Now, <laughs> it's cold down here in the ATL, but uh, those folks up in uh, OHT and uh, they're talking about uh, uh, the snow had uh, came in on them there and uh, shut them down for a day or so. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, you in Ohio, that's what you expect. It's, uh, it's winter, you in Ohio, what else can you expect? Hey, uh, hey, no, winter's not here yet. Winter's not even here until when? Uh, December 1st, the first day of winter? So it's still fall or what? Hey, winter's closing in, though, yeah. Let's see, December 23rd. They started getting longer, though. It was a good thing. December 21st, so we had, uh, got a couple of more weeks, three more weeks. Three more weeks when I set in for real, but then the day started getting longer, so we, the earth started uh, slowly getting a little more sunlight. <coughs> I believe that's how that works. I don't know. <clears throat> the days get longer anyway, so we know the days are longer we get more sunlight, at least where we are on this globe. Pacquiao. Pacquiao beat somebody Reyes. I don't know, I don't I don't watch the fight game no more, y'all. I'm just looking at this. They said it was a pretty good fight, but I don't I don't watch that fight game no more. I gave that game up when uh, when that boy bit uh, Holyfield's ear off. Who was that? Uh, Tyson. I stopped messing around with boxing. Man, I used to like the game. I used to like to watch it when Ali was carrying court when he was when he was holding court. But uh, now it turned into such a such a crazy sport. Uh, yeah, Mike. He must run and bit Holyfield's ear off. I, that was a little too much for me. I stopped. Uh, I just about lost interest in it. I see the other day when he come up, uh, he's returning Holyfield's ear. I don't know. I, <laughs> something about Mike Tyson returning Holyfield's ear after all these years. Uh, I don't know what he did with the ear. Did he have the ear? Did it <laughs> is this just a... <laughs> Is this just a, a, a mental uh, uh, suggestion here or, or some kind of forgiveness, some kind of spiritual forgiveness uh, type thing? Or do we really have a piece of Holyfield's ears stuck somewhere in some uh, formaldehyde <laughs> all these years? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. What Mike might <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I didn't read the article, y'all. It says something. Our headlines was that uh, Mike Tyson's returning Holyfield's ear. Now, that's what the headline. I didn't bother about reading it. That was not, uh, that is not, uh, that's not newsworthy. Not, not in my, in my, <laughs> in my mind. That apparently was a slow day, <laughs> slow news day, because that was a headline on something. Mike Tyson returns uh, Holyfield's ear. Yeah, I didn't realize Mike still had the boys here. <laughs> nor did I care. Nor, nor, nor did I care. 
whether or not he did. But uh, somehow this is this, this is news this week. He, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't read the story, y'all, but that was the headline. So I, somebody, somebody read about it and let me know. <laughs> drop me, a, drop me an email. Hushmo dot com. Uh, black dot com. Drop me some email. <laughs> if anybody knows, if he really had a piece of Holyfield's ear, or he was just a. Uh, uh, offering a uh, symbolic gesture uh, uh, of uh, some kind of apology to his vendor for biting his ear off in that fight. Now, to enough Holyfield did butt that boy. He said, oh, <laughs> Mike said, oh, his head was too hard. <laughs> they got the button. Holyfield got the button him in the head, y'all. <laughs> Mike said, Holyfield's head was too hard. And he, the only way he could uh, counteract Holyfield's head was about biting the ear off. <laughs> I don't know. I thought the game had got a little too uh, out of control. I stopped messing with it. And <laughs> hey, we all over, y'all, out here tonight. You know, we, we go up on tangents out here from time to time now. <laughs> and this is one of those times where we never went from the Pope to Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. To my dad, that ain't covering the waterfront. I don't know what it is. We done went from the Pope to Mike Tyson, y'all. Yeah, that's quite a leap of faith. <laughs> that is quite a leap of faith. Uh, we're going to. Dig deeper uh, into uh, Pope Francis' history uh, over the coming days. We, we're going to research him a little bit, see if we can't uh, uh, shed some more light on his thinking and uh, his uh, beliefs. And uh gonna finish reading this uh apostolic uh exhortation that he just issued. Uh, we're gonna look closely at that, see if we can uh break it down for the audience there. This apostolic exhortation. Evangelic Godium Evangeli Guardian of the Holy Father Francis. The joy of the gospel of the Holy Father Francis. Uh, that's the loose English translation. To the bishops, clergy, consecrated persons, and the lay faithful on the proclamation of the gospel in today's world. Hmm. Yeah, he delved right into it, y'all. We're going to see how this thing play out. We're going to see how this thing play out, y'all.
Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. What else going on in the world? My Facebook friends, I haven't heard from any uh, anyone here lately. I haven't been out there. I haven't had a chance to, uh, really, to get out and... Uh, Well, to get out and uh, see what's going on in the world. Uh, we thought we'd Have our book out by now. We're going to plan on doing our whole show on our book this week. But have patience, audience. We're coming. Within the next two weeks, we're going to have it out there. Racism and Hate. An American Reality is the title of it, y'all. Chronicling... uh, my family's history here in Georgia, some 200 years of it, uh, and how racism played out uh, in that 200-plus uh, year journey, uh, the effects that it had on And, uh, yeah, it's was interesting uh, uh, a journey. I mean, just writing the thing took five years. I mean, starting that year. So that started in 2008. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, about five years that I've been working on it. I mean, just an interesting uh, subject when you delve delve into uh, your family's history, Mary's Africans especially. They run into all kinds of crazy stuff that uh, that went on over over uh, the history of the country. Of the history of anything like mine, I mean, wow. And let me share that with uh, the audience. Uh, there might be some controversy, but I don't, I don't see how. I mean, it's all history. Yeah, it's some cold, cold, cold history, but history nonetheless. You know, when you start talking about history, and, yeah. History is history. You know, it ain't, it ain't, all of it ain't pretty. All of it ain't bad. I mean, it's uh, uh, we as a people live on from, you know, from some of the real inhumane uh, periods uh, uh, along the way. We survived them and uh, still uh it's progressing We're forward here. Not, not at the way we think we should be, but nonetheless, we still uh, are surviving. So uh, everything's not lost. Uh, everything's not lost. That's for sure. Uh, we have to uh, stay engaged uh, in the politics of today. That's what we, what we do out here on the High School Black Forum is try to provide a platform for 
the 90% of our uh, community that uh, has no uh, voice. And we try to provide a platform out here on the Hushmo Black Forum to uh, advocate uh, uh, on their behalf and uh, doing our little two cents and, uh, of uh, back. Uh, uh, not becoming uh, isolated from uh, the poor uh, in our community, like uh, the Pope has suggested that uh, so many has done uh, uh, in our society. So many of the uh, the rich. Uh, sold the poor down the down the drain for no more than a pair of shoes. So many have become idol worshippers, idol worshippers of uh, that almighty dollar, and uh, it's dragging the the morals morals of the country down. Hey, no doubt. The Pope's talking about it, y'all. I appreciate him. And y'all need to uh, check him out. Hey, y'all, it's just about going to do it for the Hushbo out here. Uh, it's been my pleasure. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. December 7th, y'all. Until then, y'all be good and ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum. Advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmore Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.